You're listening to the Middle Age Gamers from Dimension X. Welcome back. This is uh, MagDX episode 16. 16. We're getting 16. close to 20. Getting close to 20. A little four more to 2 0. And then we have to go to the third season. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I am GI Gamer1981 on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, my partner in crime over here is Trisha Namara. He's the author of Video Game Collector's Field Guide. And he's also a graphic artist for Premium Edition Games, which he's currently working on some cool projects right now. So please support them whenever you get a chance. PremiumEditionGames.com. How yes. was uh, your trip from uh, Horn Retro Gaming Expo? Yeah, I mean, you know, first off, let's talk about how it's been a while since we recorded. But that's that's why um, I was at uh, the Portland Retro Gaming Expo um, weekend before last. And uh, I had a, lo- a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. That was the fourth time I've ever been there, and the second time I've been there as a vendor. Um, so, uh, the logistics of uh, actually getting <laughs> things together and getting there and travel and and all that—it's oh, it's such a pain in the ass. But like uh, Saturday and Sunday, when we're actually at the booth and have everything set up and talking to people, it's so much fun. Um, it's really gratifying. Uh, being able to like network with people and and see you know people's appreciation for our games and my book and and all that stuff it makes it worth it um so yeah but tra- travel back nightmare yeah uh yeah I mean like we had we both of our flights so like on the way out there we flew from Omaha to Seattle Seattle to Portland and and basically like we had enough of a layover that it wasn't too stressful. Yeah. But on the way back, our layovers were uh, like thirty minutes, uh, and, and then uh, fifty minutes, and so any sort of delay in there would ma- mean that we like missed the flight, and then like everything just snowballs from there. So we we hit, hit a huge delay in Seattle. Uh, our flight from Seattle to Salt Lake City, um, like it, it was delayed like five times. And uh, it was across like three different planes. We had to switch planes twice. So, um, you know, because our layover in Salt Lake City to get to Omaha was only like 50 minutes, maybe an hour. Um, yeah, there. obviously we didn't make that flight. So we got stuck in Salt Lake City overnight. Uh, they put us up in a hotel. Delta was, it, it was really cool though. Like we talked to this representative um, Delta, for some reason, whenever they like rebook your flights, they don't do it the most efficient way. So we were going to have like two, two flights the next morning instead of going straight from Salt Lake City to Omaha. And so we talked to, uh, like a gate agent and, uh, she was super helpful and she even like hooked us up with like more meal vouchers. Cause initially like Delta hooked us up with like $60 to split, uh, you know, for meals, but she gave us another 90 on top of that. So we had like 150 bucks to spend that we had to spend um, on food. 
So we just like found a really expensive place the next morning and, and got steak and, and like Alaskan king crab. Like, yes. <laughs> the best. Stuff I would never ever buy like normally. But Dude, uh, one he was of on the, Delta, so why not? One of the funniest things like like Alaskan king crab. I remember one time I got my first tax check back and I was yeah. like, I'm going to class up my date. I'm going to go to Red Lobster and pick out the best thing. <laughs> By the way, these things were almost like I think they're like sixty dollars a pound. Woo! And I picked up like four pounds of it. Yeah. And it man. was like out of control. But yeah, love love Alaskan crab. But if you're from yeah. Maryland, get that blue crab. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was fully aware that we were eating like, you know, seafood in the like landlocked. You know, we're in Salt Lake yep. City doing this, so probably not the best, but whatever. Um, yeah, the price was right. Um, oh man, beside that, I'm, I'm just, you know, chipping away at my book right now. I'm still working on the Xbox 360 library. And like I was telling you before we recorded, I spent about, uh, six, seven hours working on it today. And, uh, I'm only at like 300 games in, in a 1200 uh game library so it's really tedious but i'm making sure that i'm just being really really careful not to miss anything yeah you guys out there you don't even know he is like working diligently to make you the ultimate list for these things so when this yeah. book comes out you guys miss a kickstarter you need to definitely buy this book it's going to be amazing it's probably gonna be the best list out there he has so That's much research. What I'm it's crazy <laughs> It's funny that this that like we when I, you uh, messaged me in the morning, I'm like he was probably up all night working on this. <laughs> I was, yeah. I I I literally get up like every single morning at like either four thirty or five thirty in the morning because that, that's just my routine. I'm used to getting up that early, and then uh, you know I'll sit down and and just start start working. Um, it's yeah. probably going to take me another like three or four days to finish up to this library, and then I'm going to move on to like probably the original xbox yeah. but i really only have like three more major major libraries after this and i'm i'm uh i've, I've got a goal to like finish up this book and actually have it to the printers at the end of uh december that way i'm still on target to uh deliver those books by like april yeah also i you know i bet the one that you're gonna love the most when you get close to it is the virtual boy since you only have 14 oh for it. already already done <laughs> Already done. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. One one thing that I, I will say is that I, I'm I'm like 85. You know, between 85 and 90 percent done with this uh, this book. These books. Um, so I only have a handful more libraries to finish. Um, yeah, all of the small ones, like the trivial ones, already been done. Mega Duck. Yeah, done a lot. Yeah, Mega Duck, Cougar Boy. Yeah, who's yes. who's got those libraries? Come on now. That's right. You definitely need this list for sure. So definitely mm -hmm. support them, man. This is, I, I'm really excited for it. Uh, Melissa is really excited to see it too. She loves your books too because I've been showing off your books to her. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, so what is he doing? And I was like, well, he's doing this. He's making like a collector's guide for everyone. So when you're out, you can find stuff. And she's like, that's awesome. So she's definitely supporting it too. Very I'm cool. happy for you. I can't wait for it to uh, go to print. And I, I just secured funding today for the printing. Um, I'm not going to divulge how much it is. I told you, but I'm not going to say publicly how much it was. But uh, holy hell, man. Uh, printing books is not cheap. 
It's not cheap. Also, it's uh, G14 classified, as we call it. Yeah, it is. Military, which G14 classified. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What's been going on with me? Uh, While you were gone, uh, I upgraded my equipment. All right, so I thought I did. I'm still trying to work through this thing. So I got a new microphone, and I'll show you guys here. It's be exclusive on YouTube. I got me a microphone. I also got me a little podcast equipment there for myself. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like like, uh, what I call training wheels for podcasting. So you just gotta write it down like that. It does it does a soundboard just like the old the old radios, zooms, and all that fun stuff. Let's see. Let's just push a Mario one. There we go. <laughs> uh, it also changes voices and all that type of fun stuff. So it should definitely be fun down the road once I figure oh, it out. Uh, so f- middle aged business. Uh, my wife collected four trees for our house. So she's starting a collection of trees. I collect video games. She collects trees. They look really nice. I can't wait for you to check them out when the, when you come over uh, for, the, yeah. for the for the Philly game Sunday. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, oh uh, shoot, yeah, dude, I forgot they're playing Philly. Oh, oh boy, it's gonna be it's bad. Gonna be I, ho- I hope they lose uh, so everyone gets fired. I'm just 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 laying that out there. Yeah, fired. I want a Vince McMahon. You're fired though. I want Vince to come out on the field and go, "You're fired." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did a trunk or treat last night. Uh, my kid chose Sonic, and so I handed. It was no joke, dude. It was like, I would probably say two schools worth of kids showed up last night. Wow. Uh, so I've, I've who- got a quick question. Like it, these trunk or treat things. Like I, you know, I, I don't have any kids, so I, I'm not privy to this, and this is new to me. Like. Uh, I, I don't know how I missed this. Is this like a new thing, like this year, or have people been doing it like a couple years now? It's been doing it for a while. Uh, what it is is probably like, COVID, we, right? Uh, no, it was before COVID. Trunk oh, or really? treats been around for a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Leland was like two, we took him to trunk or treats. Mm-hmm. So, so the funny thing about him is, is that it's a theme thing. So, like, yeah. the parents will pick out a theme. So they we chose Sonic uh, because my kids love Sonic. And plus, I had all the cool swag, right? So I had the the Sonic Mania statue. I had the the original games oh, yeah. put out there. We had rings. We had boxes with Sonic on them on it. But That's what cool. was really cool about it was was it was like a hybrid because the young kids were like, "Oh my god, it's Sonic! I love Sonic!" And da da da. But then you'll see these middle aged people come up and they're like, "Oh man, can I touch that Sega Genesis cart you got there?" So I had the original one there. And it's like, <laughs> I used to have this as a kid. This is so awesome. And he's yeah. like, "Do you still have these?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have all of them." And he's like, "Why would you do that?" And I was like. Because of these things right here, you're enjoying them. That's why I like it. Yeah. And uh, it's not like showing off, but it was cool to show it to them. Uh, the other thing that was really funny was, guess what the most popular costume was there? And you'll laugh. Uh... The most costumes, that's all the same. Let's just say it like that. Let me think. Um, oh, what's popular right now? I don't know. What, uh, Barbie? Princess Peach. Okay. Yeah, dang. See, I that saw been a good guess. so many Princess Peaches last night. It was crazy. They had the crowns yeah. and the dresses. And then, you know, there was a couple of, like, group ones, like, where they had, she had two brothers be Mario and Luigi and things like that. But what's crazy is, Leland was the only person with a Sonic-themed costume, so he was Shadow. And so, he was the only no, one, kid. which I thought for sure, like, there got to be Knuckles or Tails or somebody. None of them showed up. It was Princess, oh. Barbie, 
and uh, Minecraft, which I and think Oppenheimer. Is my mind. Oh man, Oppenheimer, <laughs> so popular. Did you ever see that video where that dude farted in the theater when the bomb went off? <laughs> yes, I did. That's, that's the it's, best, best, it's best like video dead I've ever silent. seen. Oh, oh. God damn, it's funny. If you if you guys go on YouTube, you should look up uh, Oppenheimer fart uh, in the theater. It's hilarious. Oh. And then uh, we also found out sad news that my water heater of that's basically a one years old has officially crapped out on us in this new house. Nice. So we're getting a new water heater right before the Omaha winter is supposed to come here Saturday. You know, that's going to be great in here. We can yeah. use it, but the problem is is that what they told us was a circuit card for it, right? And I know you guys are bored with this, but if the circuit card's broke, it's no problem. But when I put the – they said I had to do a temperature gauge, so I had to buy a thermometer for it. I put it in there, and if it's the same exact temperature as your house, that means it's bad. Mm-hmm. And so – did not know that. And they said also it's pretty beneficial for you to put on your heater a little thermometer so you can see where your temperatures are at. So every year if you, if you see like a, a weird temperature drop, it means something's got an issue in your water here. Did not know that. Got some yeah. Bob Vila knowledge. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much it. And uh, Can't wait for this weekend. Uh, got a date tomorrow with the wife. And I'm also trying to play all these great video games we've gotten these last couple of weeks. GI Gamer, GI Gamer, I, I have a follow-up question, sir. Sir. No, that's so, all. Uh, um, trunk or Treats, uh, is this like to replace Halloween, or is this like in uh, to supplement Halloween? Are they going think, out Halloween also? Think about it like a tailgate, right? You're going to a football game, right? Yeah. So this is the tailgate portion, and then Halloween is like the, the event portion of it. Kids these days, man. Well, it's hard because some kids, you know, what I mean, it's it, they're like toddlers; they can't, you know, go True. along. True. Yeah, like I, I get that. I get that. Plus, they get to see their friends from school. Uh, Plus, it's effing fo- cold out here, dude, dude. We thought it was so. They told us it was crazy. They told us it was going to be inside, and then it rained. They're like, nope, or no, they went outside. They went rain inside. Then the rain stopped. And they're like, okay, we're still going to do inside. Nope, we're just kidding. When we get there, they're like, we're doing outside. And luckily, it, <laughs> we did the whole trunk or treat. And, dude, as soon as we packed it up, it started raining. Like, that crazy. Dang. But he had fun. Uh, they, uh, they're going to have their Halloween next week, too. So I'll be on round two of that next week with the kids. Mm-hmm. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I, I got invited to go to a trunk or treat, but uh, it was on my birthday. So I was like, ah, nah, no thanks. One of them you were loved the most was there was a guy that had a Pokemon theme. Mm-hmm. And, dude, he threw in, it was cool, he threw in the, the Halloween ones you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah. But, here's even crazier, he had Generation 1 and 2 cards. Like, a couple Oof. of cards, ran, just, just one packs randomly in there, and, this, and dude, it wow. was a huge thing. And, uh, he, like, posted it out on there and stuff, and I was like, maybe I should go over there and try to sneak my hand in there. <laughs> <laughs> At least hook you up, and I, I try to get you a card packs, but they were, they were pursued with the kids. Oh, no, no, I don't need any. <laughs> I would have just passed them along to trick-or-treaters. Also, this guy turned 42 years old. You should tell him all the uh, amazing yeah. presents you got for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I So uh, when, when we show our, all of our pickups, I only put two of them in the pile. I didn't put yes. the entire bag, but yeah. Yep. I, got, I got a whole big grab bag of stuff. Oh, man, it was freaking awesome. 
<laughs> we gave him a big piece of cake too. It was like huge. It was like this. <laughs> oh, dude, that cake was amazing. That was so I told good. You. I told you that Target, dude. Fun fact out there, guys. You need to go to Target in their bakery section, and their cakes there are the bomb. Just like yeah, that that caramel cake was so freaking good. I bet it was. Yeah. And happy birthday to you, sir! Finally joining my age of forty-two. Yeah, we're both double drinking age, so you know we got to drink twice as much or something. I I don't drink at all, so that's pretty uh, easy. Doctor Pepper, I know I'm not sponsored by you, but you know you can hook your brother up sometime. I, I've got a milk tea today. Drink. No, Ooh, no energy tea. drink. Yeah, boba tea. Yep. I feel like it should be required for a boba tea. They they have to put boba fett on the cup. That, I feel boba, like that's a requirement. Boba fett tea. Boba yeah. tea. Yeah, I don't like the bobas. Like, I don't get the the little balls in mine. Like, I, I don't like them. It's a texture thing. No no said? balls. Hashtag no balls. <laughs> I like little balls in them. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something something about balls in my mouth. I just don't like. Oh it. my god. Oh my god, Susan balls. <laughs> so okay, yeah, we're testing out this new voice. You guys heard that. I heard that. Did you hear yourself, or did, did, do you sound normal? I don't hear it at all. I can only it goes okay. through my mic, so I can't hear yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But first, we're gonna do uh, you know the discussions tonight. It's gonna be our pickups. Uh, I'm actually taking overnight of the movies tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about some kiosk information that came out on the streets. Uh, we're bringing back the old Sonic and Mario debate from the '90s. Yeah, Team Sega versus time Team for Nintendo. Uh, also, sad news on top of that. Uh, we're possibly losing physical, so we're going to be talking about that. Our retrospectives, and then any corrections we had for the last couple weeks. You know, maybe uh, saying sorry to our wives for something. You know, some kind of correction. But mm-hmm. first, we're going to do our pickups. Abara, as per usual, you uh, get the first viewing of your pickups. Okie dokie. I've got my uh, sweet second camera that I'll go to. Whoop. And uh, we'll start with the heavy hitter. Oh, gosh, there, there goes the game. Uh, anyway, heavy hitter. Um, this was from uh, oh, he just using that the word other guy on the podcast. Mad. Huh? <laughs> I was trying to use that word to make me mad. No, <laughs> Look, no, everybody, no. heavy hitters. <laughs> so uh, this is a sweatshirt yes. that uh, was actually used in the movie Starship Troopers. Like a uh, certificate of everything. Like, um, I, I don't think I've ever mentioned it before on this podcast, but I actually have a Starship Troopers pinball machine back there uh, in the other room. And uh, I try and get, like, all the Starship Troopers stuff just to, like, uh, put around it. It's freaking awesome. So having something that's actually from the movie is ridiculous. Um, so badass. I just need to get a frame for it now. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Also, it's from it's from if you if you watch this on YouTube, it's exclusive on YouTube. But it is a uh, it's a basic training one where if you when they were having basic training and they had what's funny is Mr. Krabs, the dude that does his voice, is the drill sergeant in that. Yeah, he just starts beating the crap out of people. But that's where the sweater's from. Yeah. So I picked up a couple things from Portland. Um, I purposely did like I, I stayed in my booth and I sold games. And I didn't leave that often, purposely, so that I didn't spend that much money, and it worked out pretty well. Uh, but I did pick up a couple of like uh, Zelda 
inspired items like this. This is a charcuterie board. Yes. Uh, and it is the meat or the food or the bait, whatever you want to call it. Grumble, grumble, um, grumble. Yeah, exactly. Grumble, grumble, grumble from, from the original The Legend of Zelda. Um, so I thought that was badass. I picked up a second one for uh, a buddy of mine as well. Going to be sending it to him. That's super cool. Yeah, and then um, wall meat. The only game that yeah, wall meat. Hey, hey, dude, if they would have made one of those, that would have been dude, even that better. Awesome. I know. But uh, I picked up this as well. I have wow. um, Zelda Wand of Gamelon, and uh, this was there for a decent price. So I, I picked this one up as well. This is a European copy. Whatever, I don't care. Um, but if you don't uh, I just know what that game it. is, it was a, it was not, it's not part of the timeline. Nintendo gave out their, their, their IPs to other company and they mm-hmm. made these terrible games. So they're very, very yeah, hard to find. It's, it's part of the whole Nintendo PlayStation saga. Sony and Nintendo were supposed to have a partnership. They were going to make a, uh, uh, hybrid console, like a CD-based console that was an add-on uh, to the Super Nintendo slash Famicom, Super Famicom. Yep. And then that relationship kind of went away, so then Nintendo partnered up with Philips, who made the CDI console, and then uh, they lent their IPs, just like GI Gamer was saying, uh, they lent their IPs to Philips to actually have some of the Nintendo characters on some of the games, but they were terrible. They were so bad. Well... Here's the funny thing about that, too. You know, they didn't strike a deal until they were actually at the E3, and Sony had no clue what they were going to be up to. Yeah, exactly. Sony was blindsided, which is blindsided. nuts. And history books, the PlayStation was the name of the thing that was going on it, and now they were like, well, you know, let's screw Nintendo over this. Could you imagine if Nintendo and Sony were together even to this day, dude? It'd be freaking uh, Yeah, bananas. it's. I mean, talk about a decision that, like, set set the course of history. The, the, like alternate timeline, I would love to see that dimension of like you know Nintendo Sony together. Like holy crap! Crazy. Yeah, it's it, insane. It, they would have had like Final Fantasy VII on there, like Resident Evils, all kinds of great stuff, dude. They'd be killing everybody. It'd be, it'd be just them and the Xbox. It'd be wild. Yeah. Um. So the other thing that I got from uh, <laughs> I think you can see it, but uh, it's a laser disc. Naked Gun two and a half, the smell of fear. So if if nothing else, I'm going to watch the intro. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Well, I've never seen a Naked Gun movie. I, I've seen the end of the one where like he's uh, being the baseball umpire. That's all I've seen. That's, yeah, that's that's the only uh, scene that I've seen there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> hilarious movie. <laughs> Thank you. Again, we tried to find the that. first one, but they they only had this the second one, which the second one's funny as the first, so it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, uh, that's all my pickups. Well, you got? I got a bunch. I got a bunch. Uh, first off, I went to Ben while you were gone. They had like a miscellaneous day, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw this rolling in the door, and I I wanted it. I'm a big Mortal Kombat trilogy. I love the the art of it. And they don't have a lot of stuff out there. They have, like, these small, like, G.I. Joe-sized figures. But they did make some, like, big ones. They made Jade, Scorpion, Cyrax, and Liu Kang. No offense to Jade and Liu Kang. I don't really want that. I do want to find Cyrax, but I did get this one because I'm a big Scorpion collector. And this is my favorite uh, design of Scorpion. 
Uh, he does have like the rope thing on here. I just didn't untie it, but I put him yeah. next to the uh, the MK1 statue and the uh, the signatures from MK11. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, it, I mean, it's it's like those. Uh, I always joke. It's like those uh, those Avenger toys, those little cheap ones where they have like the they're just plastic. You can't really do much with them. Yeah. But uh, he was probably between like I think, I think forty and fifty dollars. So I I mean he's brand new. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh. Some PS5 games. Uh, I picked this one up. Uh, I'm a big Metal Gear fan, and so I got the Master Collection for this. Uh, I have not beat Part Three. I'm just gonna be out there, Brad. I know you know who you are, and you're probably gonna listen to this and giggle. You decided to wait till I was drunk and play my game until the morning. And when I woke up, you were beating it, and I worked 75% of that game. <laughs> and I mean, it was on extreme hard too. By the way, like oh you know, gosh. like camouflage, like you get spotted, like one one hit kills, all that type of stuff. So mad, but wow. I could finally have redemption. Uh, do you? Is it a really good port? Just to let you guys know, there's no HD ports to this. If you have the HD collection for PS3, Metal Gear Solid Two and Three are those ones, and then uh, the original is not upscaled. It's basically PlayStation. So just be aware of that. And this one came with extra music tracks, I guess, for Codex. Uh, but also, they're individual on your screens, just so you so you know. Uh, my 90s guy is very happy. Uh, I got, since we're talking about rivalries today, I got Sonic oh, yeah. Stars and Mario I, I was just Wonder. thinking about I was just thinking about the fact that I didn't show that I got Super Mario Brothers Wonder. But yeah. I Technically, got you got it early. <laughs> I did. I, I went to the midnight release of it. I uh, This brings back so many good memories, and it's crazy that they came out on the same week. The same damn week. And the last time yeah. that happened was Sonic 2, which That's is, like, crazy. wild. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, did not know this game existed uh, on the Switch. I walked into the, 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 the store on base, and this was there. Hmm. Uh, Red Dead Redemption with Undead Nightmare. Uh, that was it, a good game. It, it's a really I like this one better than two. To be honest, me too. Undead is like this. Yeah. Uh, it has all the DLC on it. Uh, there was not even a download for it. I popped it in and played it, and it looks so clean on it. Uh, I would highly recommend if you are a big Red Dead Redemption fan. I wish they would have had the first game though on the PS One. The the original. Oh, uh, Red Dead Revolver. Red Dead Revolver. I wish they would have put that on there too, but this is, Rockstar's been doing these cool little ports for the Switch, and I, I, I think they did a really good job on it. So, yeah. pretty cool. I'll be speaking on this for uh, Combat Night of the Movies after this. Uh, this is a Mortal Kombat Legends cage match. Uh, my case is destroyed. <laughs> like I told you earlier, it's for the plastic. Yeah. But uh, I really like these animated movies they do, and this one is super funny. It's Every heart of Johnny Cage is in this movie. Super funny, super over the top, true <laughs> ridiculousness. You'll love it for sure. And I'll awesome. talk about it more later. Uh, I also got some laser discs. No, that's right. <laughs> best of the best, too. <laughs> nice. Oh, check, out man. This, check out this jacked guy right here. Yeah. Hey, wow. I, uh, here, here's the funny thing is, guess who this guy is? He looks familiar, but he was I don't Lord know. Raiden in the. I think he was Lord Raiden in the uh, the, the Annihilation movie. Okay, it could be. I could be wrong, but 
it's sealed. It's not even been open. No one's <laughs> loved this yet. Uh, my favorite movie of all time. Big Trouble in Little Wait, China. you just got that? Uh, yeah, I sure did. You didn't have that? I had this, and then I gave it to Nick. Because uh, he says, we want it, and then he gave it away. And well, I was like, I would have kept it like that. So I got the same version of it. Uh, okay. I put off rent for it. I got it. And uh, yeah. I love this movie. And so there's two versions of this. This is the better version, I, I guess it is. But this mm-hmm. is when, uh, when CBS and Fox were together as one unit for videos, which I thought was wild that I saw that on there. I thought they were rivals, but I guess not. So that's pretty cool. Another one from the 90s. So we're going to go with the video games, of course. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, with sexy Liu Kang in the back there. I remember yep. this. I remember this poster everywhere when I used to walk up to to movies before it was coming out. That's all I saw was this this jacked up dude. Uh, really happy to have this and our favorite one, of course, Street Fighter. <laughs> John Claude Van Damme awesome. and Ralph Julia played the best vice ever. Okay. Now you just did. need uh, Mario Brothers movie on Laserdisc. Do you know how much that money that movie is? I know it's ridiculous. Hundred dollars. The Wizard is a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's no explanation for it. It's not rare. It's just someone's like, oh, this is, this is a really... Dude, Turtles is expensive. I want Turtles, but I can't even get Turtles. That's so nuts. bad. People out there, if you find Turtles out there, Mario Bros., let me know. I did, yeah. by the way, I did you see see the link? They're making a 4K Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, they, they already did it in Japan. It was like a release in Japan, which is weird. Um, but yeah, we should get it too. So they, so this company got approval from Nintendo to get this. They also gave them film film reels for the movie, so actual ones that were used in the yeah, theaters to restore them. them on there. They're doing scripts. They're doing like signatures in there for people that worked on the, were in the movie and all type of stuff. It was like a hundred bucks. And no offense to it, I'm getting it. <laughs> well, yeah, same. I'll, I'll get it. I just it's weird. It's a weird move by Nintendo because Nintendo like famously hides its like you know black sheep. Um, they they never like mention the fact that they've got the Virtual Boy library. They never. I mean, like the perfect way that they could have like re released those Virtual Boy games was whenever the 3DS was a thing, but yep. they never did. Like they they just. They pretend like, like all that stuff didn't happen. The CDI games don't exist. The Virtual Boy doesn't exist. I can't believe they're actually acknowledging that that Mario Brothers movie exists. I I have sentimental value to it because it's like one of the like one of the first times me and my mom made a whole day of it. Like we went to yeah. the we I don't know who had the if it was McDonald's or Burger King, one of them had that. I, I went to, I first off went to 7-Eleven, got the Scorpio cups. I got all three, like Yoshi, I got Koopa, I got Mario. And then we went to whoever side had it, you know, like, uh, I went, we went to KB toys. I got the original figures, which I still have them like right up there, uh, at the top. I, I got them back finally. Uh, and then what's the movie with my mom. And like, my mom is not like, big on going to a lot of theaters mm-hmm. but she knew how big mario brothers was for me so she wanted me to oh go. yeah dude it was an event like back then i mean everybody every kid that was into video games obviously was into super mario brothers it was the biggest ip out there uh, nintendo kids like you know the the fact that a super mario brothers movie was coming out is just mind-blowing um 
<laughs> which is why you know the disappointment of it was so heartbreaking um well it's funny i showed melissa it like at our age right like yeah. i showed it to her and she was like this is awesome and i was like <laughs> that's what i get that's why that's what i'm saying that's why i get like and that's what you if you go yeah. if you go into it like oh it's not like the game it's like it's well yeah crappy. if you don't compare it yeah that's it's fine and i totally agree like dude as a kid i enjoyed it I was a little confused by part of it, but, I mean, like, I enjoyed it. The problem I was confused about was the dude that played Koopa. I saw him in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 before yeah. I saw that movie, and I was like, why is the dude from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in this in this movie? Like, I was confused. But then, like, dude, Bob Hopkins and, 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 uh, and John Leguizamo, like, I was like, they're, like, perfect. Oh, like, I know, yeah, and so, so was, um, uh, 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 Freaking Koopa! I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Um, yeah, Dennis Hopper. Which you know, it's so sad. Like the the main three people, like two of them are deceased, like long deceased. I would love, like you know, just because of nostalgia's sake, like, and I, I'm sure he would love uh, hearing from fans too. Liguizamo, if he like toured around, you know, like different conventions while that 4K was coming out, I would be all about meeting him, man. I would yeah. drive for a while to see him. I agree too. Like it's, I don't know. It's a. I grew up with Bob Hopkins because, like, I loved Roger Rabbit so much. Yeah, dude. And oh, I, and yes. I, and I, if I could think of a dream person to be that, he's like absolutely perfect. Now the mm -hmm. movie was, as I heard, was pretty wild. On there was a lot of partying and craziness going. Yeah, on and drinking movie, but, and you know. just just coping with like those. Those two directors that were just a nightmare to deal with. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's just wild that that movie even got greenlit. It's crazy that Nintendo didn't stop before it went out, but I'm guessing like, well, we just gotta get this promotional stuff. Out I, there. Yeah, dude, money. they had so much money sunk into it, and like, you know, it was it was too late. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The funniest thing in the movie I, I laughed at the most was when they had the uh, Super Scope sixes. Yeah, <laughs> they used them to, to degenerate people. Yeah, it's so that stupid. shit. Had me laughing so hard. Uh, Super skits. It's it's so bad. Yeah, we we always it, there were always like moments. You know, as a kid, like we had VHSs, so yes. you know you couldn't like skip back like fifteen seconds like you do a DVD or Blu-ray. But like we would always skip back that part where uh, uh, John Leguizamo is like yelling after Daisy. He's like Daisy, Luigi, Daisy. <laughs> like we would always. Always rewind back and like watch that over and over again, and, and <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm gonna go on a slight diatribe, but like it reminds me of also um, rewinding back watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yes, Large Marge, the yes. Large Marge face. <laughs> we probably wore out that part of the tape, <laughs> just like going back and watching that Large Marge face, like. <laughs> What a lot of people don't talk about too, which I think is hilarious, is the the scene where he has to go get the the rock, and he has to go get the. It's supposed to she's supposed to be like a, a character from Mario. Yeah. It was like very very provocative for for that that era and stuff like that. I was like, oh my yeah. god. Uh, well, and, and then the, the, the very dancing, end of the yeah the dancing like everybody walked the dinosaur like oh gosh. Do you know who the king was in that? Uh-uh. It was Bishop from Aliens. 
He was really? the king at the yeah. He was the king at the end. Oh, that's funny. I was cracking him. I was like, I, I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was in it for like two seconds. Two seconds. He, was fun- he probably got fun- paid tons of money. He was fungus the rest of the time. So disgusting too. Oh my god, that's so gross. Look at look like a poop was coming out of a Yeah, it was just a big giant booger like hanging there over a throne. So gross. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Uh I do want one of those dude, if if I could somehow get up a bomb, like one of the prop bombs. Oh dude. With the Reebok? (laughs) Reebok shows? Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what a what a what a promotional thing to do. Let's put a Reebok slogan on the bottom of the fucking bomb thing. I think I bet you yeah. can make that thing. I bet it'd be really easy. Oh, I bet it would be too. I bet someone on Etsy already makes it. The funniest part of that though was like watching him like people run away from it and it's like literally just going eat, eat, eat. Yeah, so 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 bad. God yeah. bless that movie. God bless it. It's the best. It's good. Ever. Really good. Speaking of movies, I thought we would, uh, since Amara was out, he still has his Simpsons movie he has to do. Mm-hmm. But since I was here, I uh, I bought this from Target. Talking about physical, it was actually a Target. A Target, I, really? Yeah, it was at Target, and I picked it up. Uh, wow. So if you guys don't know, uh, Warren Brothers owns Mortal Kombat right now. And so what they've been doing, kind of like the Batman series and all these different ones, these animated series, they've been doing Mortal Kombat ones. They did one on Scorpion, they did one on Kenshi, and then they did this one. Uh, Kitchi's one was all right. Uh, Love the Scorpion one. Uh, But this one is god dang ridiculous. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends uh, Cage Match. Uh, They do a lot of cool stuff in it that I enjoyed. They brought the mime uh, suit from Mortal Kombat 11. (laughs) His movie he was making in the the show was was a ninja mime. Which is just the first scene is him like hiding in the shadows doing this. Oh god. You can see him doing it, stupid stuff. So super funny. But basically the premise of the movie is uh he had a co star that didn't show up and they were afraid like the ninja mime movie wasn't gonna be be able to finish. So they went he went to look for him and then she finds out that two demons uh from like the the like the, the girl, the, the vampire from Mortal Kombat and the demon from Netherrealm, I can't think of her names, Devara or whatever. They uh, mm-hmm. they were fighting in the house, and so he gets caught in the middle of it, and all this craziness. <coughs> basically, basically the premise of it is is that uh, Los Angeles is filled with demons from Nether Realm, and they're trying to resurrect Shinnok. That's the whole goal. Of it. Uh, uh, Raiden actually does a cameo in it, talking to to one of the car- one of the demons. You know, uh, he's like he's like some something, something's different about this Johnny Cage guy, and what they're basically explaining is that. He's actually uh, he actually has godlike powers, but he doesn't know how to use them. Basically, so like uh, kind of like you know, joke glass dragon the glow. That's the way they treated it. And then uh, at the end, they do. I mean, dude, like all the one liners and everything in Twitter, it's hilarious. He has this. Uh, he has this like uh, this little sidekick that basically does all this stuff for him and everything like that. And he's freaking hilarious. But it's just like. It looks like an 80s cartoon with adult humor. That's the best way I can explain it. <laughs> nice. It's so damn good. And by the way, IGN, I'm going to say something to you. I am real sick and tired of you. Every time you tell me the movie sucks, I enjoy it. Every time. And what was funny was when I looked it up on YouTube to see how they reviewed it, every person in the comments was like, this fucking movie is amazing. Don't listen to them. If you, yeah. That's crazy that like they that people were like defending it 
which I thought was hilarious. But <laughs> it is at your local targets and places like that. You can probably get it on Amazon, and I would highly suggest getting this. I probably I gave him a code for it, so he can watch it. Uh, yep. But man, I really enjoyed this. Really, really good. What's stuff. the rating on it, by the way? It's an R, of course. Oh, it's R. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a Mortal Kombat. So. Oh, your boy's in there too. Gilford Godfrey plays one of the demons. What? Oh, yeah. that's awesome, dude! And it's hilarious. Wait, didn't he pass away? Yeah, but he made this movie prior to that. Oh, uh, okay. And dude, the stuff that he says is so over the top. It's like I'm like like imagine Gilbert Godfrey with a with a sailor's mouth. That's all the way I can basically oh describe it. So goddamn funny. Amazing. But definitely, uh, definitely a good pickup for sure. Uh, next, we're going to talk about some uh, kiosk news. Better go hide your stuff, Amar, before <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You better, better hide the uh, amiibo, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was uh, wandering around the internet last night, and I saw a post on Facebook about a, a group that I was in, and they said, "Listen, you need to take down all kiosks that are brand new." Or your group's going to get shut down. And I was like, by who? Is it Facebook doing this? Is it someone else being weird doing this? And so I looked in there, and sure enough, there was a cease and desist picture that was given up that said, basically, Nintendo says you're infringing on the property, and they want the group shut down. And so they went after this group. We don't know if the group's going to go back up anytime soon, but... Now Nintendo is going after modern kiosks. So, like, say, for example, like Wii U, Amiibo, Switch. Not like Nintendo or any of those old ones. It's just specifically to modern. And what's yeah. interesting about this was when I went to a Target, they had uh, Cheers of the Kingdom promo things for the Switch kiosk displays. And it was sitting in clearance. So I asked them the question, is like, are you guys selling this? And the lady like grabbed it and was like, no, and ripped it and said, Nintendo will sue us if we give out any promotional items. So what's the theory behind that? Why would they do something like that? Like, I don't understand the, the concept I, of it. I, I honestly don't understand why Nintendo's wasting their time doing it. But but if you think about it, um, Nintendo has uh, established a... a, um, a uh, like, they, they're known... For doing this stuff, they're knowing they're known for giving cease and desist and and controlling their property. I mean, uh, I, I'm sure like anyone out there who's who's looked at that uh, like Mario on a flagpole in Target, it says there's a sticker on there that says that it's uh, property of Nintendo of America, and that um, you know something about like contact them or whatever, but it, it can't go into other people's hands. So the fact that other people have this. You know, obviously, this is against Nintendo's wishes. Um, Nintendo obviously knows about this, um, and you know whether or not they would actually litigate uh, against people who would uh, sell the stuff. That remains to be seen. But Nintendo's got a lot of money, so um, I, I think you know if, if people actually like try their hand. Um, you know, force their hand. I could see Nintendo actually like suing some folks over selling the stuff because you know, again, it doesn't belong to uh, the retail space. I mean, like you know, it belongs to Target or Walmart or or GameStop or whoever. 
but uh, it's not supposed to go into the public. Um, well, and the I thing. can. Here's the thing. Like how how okay that's true right they don't pick up the stuff when they're done with it. Oh I know yeah but but I'm saying from now on I could see them doing that now. They they've clearly like changed their mind about how they they want to do that because like yeah in the past like people go literal dumpster diving to get this stuff. Um and you know like who would have thought that Nintendo cared that much to do it but Again, they're they're just like reaching in there and um, controlling what they believe is theirs, and uh, like, you know, what can we do about it? <laughs> you can't fight Nintendo. The interesting thing I, I thought of too was is like, well, what if they have serial numbers on those actual kiosks and they find out who has them, and then they basically find whoever gave it away, like a, a store or whatever. But it's weird that yeah. like. It's very weird that, like, what? why would a store care? You know what I mean? Like, you, what is Nintendo going to do? Oh, you're not allowed to sell stuff there? Guess what? They need them, too. So there's no point of, of them doing this. It's just, like, it's the same thing, like, with the piracy thing. They get people scared, and then they they stop worrying about it. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. People are scared because Nintendo has a reputation for doing this stuff. Um, no, no one wants Nintendo, like, you know, Sauron's... The, the eye of Sauron, you know, the eye of Nintendo. Yeah. You don't want that eye on you because Nintendo will come after you and Nintendo will shut you down. And Nintendo, I could see if they knew that I had some stuff, they, you know, and, and like I was flaunting it in their face and, and you know, making a fool of them. Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if, if I, if I gave a big middle finger to Nintendo and said, come and get it. Like they would come and get it, and there's nothing I could do about it. I also, I also have some theories about you know what happened with this stuff too, because the, the person that I heard that had this issue is a credible YouTuber online, yeah. and you know, I don't think also they like they don't want this promotion where like oh yeah dude check me out I got this kiosk and I'm selling it uh -huh. for this, and yeah. they don't want that out there telling other people they can do it because most people will try to get their own in some shape form or like that but here's the thing who got them originally when we were in nintendo's it was just like store managers and stuff that basically just didn't know what to do with it oh i guess i'll take it home or oh it I, is I and, and, and a lot of these people got it for free from the 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 GameStop or or whatever that shut down and, and obviously these things are like extra um they dumpster dove, and and I, you know, I I don't know the legality of doing that from state to state, but uh, clearly, like people do it. Um, the the fact that it's their property then is the confusing part. In like Nintendo, like what right do they have? Do they have a right? Who knows? Um, yeah, it's it's just not a really clear situation, um, and it's it's a very brand new one and a very surprising one. Uh, if I'm being honest, we just wanted to make sure that the audience understands that this is going on currently, and that if you do have one, I would highly suggest you not flaunting it or promoting it or whatever. Yeah, uh, and not saying I'm like, an evil person, but like they will come after you for sure. Sure, yeah, and, and I, I mean, like they saw the post. The person was selling the kiosks, so they may have got it for free, which you know. Whatever, maybe they're okay with free, but the person's trying to profit off of something that Nintendo feels isn't theirs. It's true, and you, I, I have every right to agree with it. But the thing is, is that 
it's it's difficult to say because the fact of the matter is like in my collection I have no kiosks. Well, okay, like for example, mm-hmm. I have that I have that Nintendo thing back there, right? With all the yeah, games mm-hmm. on it. What what if I show that off and they like, oh well, no, that's our that's our property. What are you doing with that? I know, I'm yeah, it's it's story, a slippery you know I mean? slope. It really is, but I think I think at this point they're just trying to establish the fact that they're not okay with it now. Um, and maybe maybe everything that's out there, you know, this is just the baseline, and then this is it. But from now on, they're going to control things like they want to control things, like Nintendo does. Yep. And I just like I tell people, they be very very careful because they do not play, and they do make examples of people. They don't just like. Oh, stop doing it! Uh, they're gonna be like, "Oh, well, we're gonna send you a letter in the mail saying you're gonna owe us this much money for it." Because you know they could probably do that. Like, "Hey, you owe us this money for taking property from us." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. Just be be safe out there. Uh, yeah, don't I be do stupid, Nintendo. Just don't be stupid. Don't if be, don't you have play. your stuff, enjoy it. Just just shut up about it. No dick. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a dick dick collector showing off your stuff. Yeah. Be quiet. Uh. Next topic, you know, we're going to get into the, the fun portions of Nintendo that we enjoy. Uh, we thought we would bring back the old Nintendo does with, with Sega Dawn and all that fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of crazy that last week, and no one was really talking about it, that a Sonic and a Mario game came out in the same week. And what's funny about it is when we were kids, that was just basically how it went. We had Sega. We had this. We'd be on the playground. I'm Team Sega. I'm Team Super. I'm Team Nintendo. Yeah. They make cooler stuff. No, we do cooler stuff. And it's just funny that years later, they were they became friends. Like Nintendo and Sega were IPs together. Smash Brothers, uh, Mario and Sonic Olympics. You know, Sonic or Sega games on there and stuff. Yeah, and, and Sonic crazy. gracing the the cover of Nintendo Power that was yeah. just nuts. I Wild. mean, who saw that coming? And uh, oh, excuse me, but uh, in the same week, Super Mario Bros. Wonder and Sonic Superstars came out. And what's crazy about these is is that they took the original games that we enjoyed as kids and they. Well, I'll, I'll say they spiced them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gave us better gameplay. Gave us better... Uh, <laughs> so, Sumar Wonder's got kind of an LSD trip to it. I'm just going to be honest with you with that. Sure does. I don't know who was, who was smoking over in Nintendo, but <laughs> definitely like that. Uh, Sega uh, decided to fix most of their mechanics. Their original mechanics for their games. Which mm-hmm. is uh, very, very cool. Uh, so, this topic's going to be on... You know, the rivalry from now and then what's going on currently in today's uh, region of games, modern gaming. Uh, yeah. So I thought I'll let Abaro talk first because he, he's going to be Team Nintendo. And guess what? I'm going to be Team Sega. So where he's going to talk about them and, you know, back then and now. And I'm going to do the same thing on this side as well. Yeah. And uh, it's it's not necessarily that, you know, we, we like one over the other. It's just that I've been playing Super Mario Wonder more. Um, I haven't picked up Sonic yet. Uh, but that's what uh, Eric's been playing. Um, yep. Is uh, Sonic? Sorry, I've already forgotten Sonic the name Superstars. of it. Sonic Superstars. So I always said Sonic do, Mania. Yeah, what we tried to do is I had him play Wonder, and mm-hmm. I played Superstars, so we get different perspectives on what we see. Yeah. 
Yeah, this isn't like necessarily a debate or anything like that. We're not we're not doing the console wars of 2023. Uh, but I mean, like you draw parallels because uh, we had Mario versus Sonic back in uh, you know when we were growing up in the 90s, and then uh, you know we've got Mario and Sonic now, and it's all like rosy and and whatever. There's no like. Dude, yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. It's it's mind blowing that these two games come out at the same time, and there's no mention of how like uh, how important that is. <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of cool. Um, I I, w- I really wish they would have celebrated that a little bit more. But I mean, you know, Nintendo does its own thing, and I guess Sega Sonic Team does its own thing too. But it would have been really cool to see some sort of like cross promotion. Um, I would think it would have yeah. been cool as they both do commercials against each other. Yeah. And, like, you know, like the old commercials. That'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. It totally would. Um, but, so, anyway, uh, I, Nintendo was kind enough to release a brand new Mario game on my birthday. It came out on October 20th, and uh, I went to the midnight release um, at my local GameStop. Um, now... Mind you, this is a 2D Mario. 2D Marios don't come out that often, and especially in brand new formulas. Um, Mario Wonder has gone back to the drawing board. It has uh, revamped all of its animation. They even have new voice actors for the first time since 1996. Yeah, uh, Charles Martinet is out. I can't remember the new the new guy that uh, they discovered uh, is the voice actor, but there's a new voice actor for Mario and Luigi for the first time since 1996. Also, another funny thing that you guys don't even know about, you know that Wally Zally he says? Yeah. So the wrestler Bray Wyatt used to say that when he was playing his like happy-go-lucky character, not like the demon character. And he'd uh-huh. go, Wally Zally! And I'm like, I'm wondering if he was a fan of that and kind of like because he's he passed away and i was like maybe a little homage that'd be kind of cool yeah craziness <laughs> but um getting back to what i was saying like uh they revamped the formula and this is the first time since 2006 that they have changed the formula new super mario brothers in that 2d style of mario came out in 2006 right after katrina happened i remember because i was deployed and, um, like, all that relief stuff was going on at the time. And uh, I, I got a DS Lite and New Super Mario Brothers um, in the mail. Like, uh, and, and, dude, that was an awesome day, like, being able to play those. But this is the first time in 17 years that Nintendo has changed the formula for 2D Mario. And, boy, did they do a good job. And Acid Trip, yes, that is a very <laughs> appropriate way of putting it. Because, uh, okay, you're already in the Mushroom Kingdom to begin with. But now, instead of, uh, you know, tripping on mushrooms, you're tripping on opioids, apparently. Like, flowers. <laughs> you get these wonder flowers, and the hook of every single uh, level is that you, you never know what's going to happen whenever you get these wonder flowers. So it's a, a complete surprise, and I, I don't want to spoil anything. I, I guess it's been it's been almost a week since it came out, so spoilers abound. Um, if you don't want to listen to uh, you know what what you may be missing out on, then uh, I guess skip forward a couple minutes. But um, my favorite couple of things that have happened so far is uh, the singing piranha plants that I showed God, you. That level was hilarious. 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 They're singing to the music. It's so funny. 
Um, and then later on, and uh, man, I don't want to spoil this for you either. No, I play, I played it, so you're okay. Okay, well, there there's a, uh, a ghost level, like a ghost house level, where King Boo sings. Yep. It's and and all the boos sing. It's really funny. So like, bring more singing, Nintendo. It's it's That's funny right. whenever that, that happens. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, like I went into it hearing all of these reviews because obviously, like all these reviewers got their review copies early, but they have this like hold. Um, they can't put out the reviews until like a couple days before it comes out. So all, all at once, like two days before it came out, YouTube was just flooded with reviews, um, and all of them said pretty much the same thing that this was the best two D Mario since Super Mario World, which. That's saying a lot. Like I don't know about don't you, know. but yeah, so go ahead. I I here's the crazy thing about it: when people first saw the trailer, they were destroying it. Sure. What is this? This is terrible. What is this? Yeah. And that's why I think it's funny about Nintendo. Every time someone like it's really funny they they feel like they punched Nintendo down. Nintendo comes back with an uppercut and says, "No, you're gonna enjoy my game." I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you like. We know what you like. That's right. You shut your mouth. And you enjoy these singing bastards. <laughs> Sit and down. Then, shut up. Play the game, and you'll fucking like it. That's this that's is how Nintendo. crazy it was. Was you when I went to your house and you played it for me? I was like, "Oh, I'm in already. I'm already in. Yeah. Like, I'm. I can't. I, I was like, man. I was like, I hope hope Sonic is as good as this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun. And like um, you know, I'm I'm married to a, a non-gamer who sometimes uh, gets into games that I play and likes to watch me play. And she was actually asking me to play Mario Wonder because she enjoyed watching me play so much. Um if that's any indication of how good it is. It's good to watch too. My kids um, loved it. My kids stole yeah. my copy as soon as I got it home. <laughs> he like took my I put in the switch. And he literally just walked over and is like, thanks, and just kind of walked off, and he played it yeah. the entire night. Which reminds me of, like, me as a kid, you know what I mean, getting excited for a Mario game, like you were saying. Mm. He, like, he, it felt good to me that I get to give him the same kind of feeling when I first played Super Mario Bros. on the original Nintendo, you know? Yeah. Super awesome. Um, So, getting back to what the reviewers were saying about uh, Mario Wonder being as good as, like, um... The best game, 2D Mario since Super Mario World. I don't necessarily agree with that. And it's because I put games like Mario 3 and Mario uh, World on a pedestal. Um, they completely knocked it out of the park. And I'm not saying that Wonder's not great. I just don't think that it reinvented the formula so much and gave you so much like secrets and stuff to figure out and to discover. Um, I don't think it, it gives me that same feeling as Super Mario World. And maybe it's just because I've got rose-colored glasses for that game. I don't know. Um, but uh, I do, do I agree that it's an amazing game? Yes. Do I agree that it's the best 2D Mario since Super Mario World? I don't think so. Um, it's up there, but I wouldn't put it on the same plane. It's it. Super Mario World is S tier. Uh, yeah, sure. Wonder is A. It's in the yeah. A tier. The so I I don't know if you heard rumors, Mills, about what's going on with Nintendo. Did you hear about this? They're talking about remaking uh, an updated uh, Mario Three. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be yeah. There's sick. a rumor mill on the streets that they're looking at it right now about possibly doing it for the new the new system. Hmm. Which would be 
gangbuster crazy. Well, it'd be weird for Nintendo. Like Nintendo doesn't remake their games. Well, no, they do recently, or they they do now. They do now. And Mario RPGs next month. Yeah, I know. Oh man. Oh gosh, I can't wait. What day is it? What day does that come out? I think I think it's. Don't quote me. I think it's the tenth. I think. Oh gosh. I think they want it before Thanksgiving. That's the whole thing because then you you sell for like Black Friday and all that type stuff. You know how people say my body is ready. I've never actually said it and meant it. My fucking body is ready for that game. Oh my gosh. If you don't know anything about Abara, when Tears of the Kingdom came out, he disappeared off the face of the planet. No, like, disappeared. Did. Poof. Gone. He, he, would, he would show up randomly out of the shadows and be like, hey, I'm okay. I'm going to go back in here in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yep, I, I, I'd, go, I'd come up for air and food and then like come back down and I don't know. <laughs> So mine, I, I had Sonic Superstars, and I, I just want to give you kind of a background synopsis of it. Uh, I was hell against... I was Team Nintendo for a long time. Uh, I told you the story on here about my mom getting me a Sega Genesis because it was cheaper than a Super Nintendo, and I basically struck on her until I waited for her to go to sleep for a couple weeks later and start playing Sonic. And oh, this Sonic is actually games, good. This Sonic game was actually really good. I played the crap out of it. Yeah. Uh, Sonic 2 is... is, is in my mind, the best uh, one out of the series. I know some people like three in Sonic and Knuckles. I, I get that, but two is like perfect because, like you remember in the other game, the first game like three stages, and then he's like, "All right, let's cut down to two and then have like a boss fight." Thought that was a, a really good formula for them. Uh, then you know, Sonic Adventure came out for the Dreamcast. Love that game. It's the first game I got on the system. As cheesy as it is, it just was really awesome. And then for some reason after that, Sonic just lost his way. I don't know what happened. Uh, Sonic Four was terrible. Uh, they had they had all the Sonic nineteen was it the the Sonic the Hedgehog the the remake one, which is the worst game oh, ever made. Oh yeah, they're three. They they got lost in three D hell for a while there. So I think when Sonic Mania came out and they took a fa- a fan made this game by the way a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made like their cell phone games, put it on here, made this amazing game. I think they realized, okay, now we're getting back to what what we were doing in original. Uh, I think the problem is is that they the whole thing about Sonic is about speed and the you know basically uh, able to move in different areas of the level to to get to the goal. That's the always been the the foundation of it. Yeah. And uh, what they did was. The, the people that made Sonic Superstars, they actually, it was crazy. They had they had Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, and Sonic CD together. And they would literally, like, look at the games, and then they would put that data into the new games. And so they want to make sure that it felt correct. The best yeah. way I can describe this, it's like a 2.5 Sonic CD. Did you remember how Sonic CD, you had all these random places you can go mm-hmm. in the level? It's the same thing there. But they've done also updates to stuff, too. You remember in Sonic CD where that thing, you run around with the jewel, and the robot has a jewel? Well, yeah. this one, like I showed you, like they do like the swinging with the... Yeah, the so going back, I didn't mention this at the time when you showed this to me, but it reminds me of American Gladiators. Yes. That stupid, like, <laughs> swinging rings. from one... Yeah, uh-huh, the rings. <laughs> yep. That's what it reminds me of, dude. Me and my cousin got. Uh, you remember the monkey bars? Me and my cousin played that game on a monkey bars once, Ooh, and, dude. Broke. Someone's gonna get a broken arm doing that, dude. Uh, my cousin squeezed around me, and of course, I'm fat and have no upper body strength. 
And dude, we dropped it. And you know those bars that sit at the end of them that like you like, climb up to get to the bars? Yeah. Dude, we ate shit on that thing. Fuck, Had a big dude. old bar mark under my arm. Uh, terrible. Same time around the 90s too. But yeah, pretty crazy. But uh, what's great about this game is it's the first game I felt like it's 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 a like like a legitimate Sonic 4. Like a legitimate, mm-hmm. like it, it finally uh, did that. The uh, the speed on it's great. The gameplay <clears throat> on it's great. They added stuff to the gameplay. So Chaos Emeralds now are powers. So you can get yeah. Chaos that's Emeralds. how it always should have been. It should have yep. been like Infinity Stones, and that's how they've done it. It's basically what they had the idea for. Yeah. And what's so funny about it? Like one of the 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 Chaos Emeralds, you can make you can make doppelgangers of yourself and attack bosses. Uh, they yep. have one where you it's a red one and you can like you can basically catch your spin in the middle of the air and like knock it up. Yep. And it's just it's just wild like what they did with it. The music, oh my god, please make a vinyl of it, please. It is so <laughs> damn good. Uh the uh and what's great about it too is they made a new character called Trip. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, just to let you know. Imagine Sonic in spin mode that can actually climb walls. Oh, that's cool. So it's a, it's a lizard and it's metal. So it has metal spikes and you can, uh, it can literally roll and climb up walls. It's like knuckles, but with a spin. That's cool. And it's a, it's a, it's a bonus for beating the game and it's, and Oh, like okay. So game, he's kind of OP then. Yeah. Well, he's a boss in it. Like, you know how like uh, uh, knuckles was in that one. They did the same thing with this character with Robotnik. Also, the boss battles in this game, holy crap. If you like boss battles, these ones are insane. Cool. <laughs> they go on for like a long length of time, and they're very, very creative the way they did them. And the last thing I'll say about it is is that thank you for finally going back to the formula that that I enjoyed as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I like doing that crazy speed where the, the screen couldn't catch up to me and stuff like that. I love stupid stuff like that. You know what I? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. They even made a level for you. They made a whole pinball horror level. Yes. Yeah. Which was really cool, and I just like the throwbacks they did there. But uh, what were you gonna say? Oh no. So while you were talking, I I just realized. So like you know, going back to the roots of Sonic, um, before I had a Genesis, and I was a Genesis kid. I, I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Um, we we ended up with Sonic One, Sonic Two, Toe Jam and Earl. Um, so good, so good. So anyway, good. but um, my first exposure to Sonic was through uh, uh, a kid. I went over to his house. His name was Ross Voorhees. Like Jason Voorhees? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. I know. I I haven't thought about that in the longest time. But yeah, his, his name was Ross Voorhees. Hi, my name is Jason, and this is my little killer brother, John Voorhees. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So Ross, if you're out there, thanks for letting me play your uh, Genesis. You had a uh, an influence on my my gaming repertoire. You need to get a picture of him and put a Sega underneath it. <laughs> no, who knows where that guy is? Yeah, that was like grade school, man. Yeah, the I uh, I definitely uh, hope that they they work upon this like in the future. I hope this is, becomes a series for it, and I think it's fun that. That not only Nintendo but Sega finally like changed their formulas. You know, like mm-hmm. let's try something new. You know, 
But the thing is, like you think about it right now, we we, we kind of had it. You know, the new movie came out for Mario Brothers. The new movie yeah. came out for Sega. You know, with the Sonic. Yeah, exactly. This this is a a, a kind of a reboot for a new generation. They're they're bringing it to a newer, like a brand new generation. But they're they're also doing us old gamers, us old gamers. middle-aged gamers, uh, they're they're doing us a favor and, and paying us a fan service as well. So they're making everybody happy. And, I mean, it goes on to this day. What's so funny about the console wars, what people don't realize, there's still people are like, I'm pro-blue PlayStation. No, I'm team yeah, blue. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what console it is. Like, I will play it on either one, but, I mean, like... You know, and people are against console exclusives, but yes, I would rather there be console exclusives. Give me a reason to play something. (laughs) You know, it's been a while since I popped anything into my Xbox, I'll be honest. Uh, I I hate to say this, but like Sonic, I'm Team Blue right now. Screw Xbox, I'm sorry. All you Xbox people out there, you know what you guys need to make? An exclusive game that I want to play a game on there. Last time you made an exclusive game was Killer Instinct, and that's about it. I'm sorry. I know. Don't no, no, no. There was Killer Instinct, and then there was that rare replay that was awesome. Yes. That's yeah. it. They That's have it. All these IPs. They have all these IPs. They don't. They don't release for them. years. Years. Yeah, and I'm it's so tired. frustrating. You know what it reminds me of? You know what Xbox reminds me of? It reminds me of that PC kid back in the nineties. Like, oh well, you have a console, but my PC is more powerful and stronger than your stuff. Yeah. Gameplay is is king. Sorry, hate to say that, but it is. And speaking of a sad moment about talking about our retro, you know, beginnings, uh, it has been uh, reported that uh, first by Best Buy that they will be no longer in the physical media business anymore. They will have some video games in their places, but most of the physical media, like DVDs, uh, 4K HDR, you know, Blu-rays, and those type of things like that, are going away. Uh, then. Two days later, when you were in PRGE, they Walmart also announced that, which is crazy because Walmart has a whole gigantic aisle of those things, which is like mm-hmm. very, very weird. And the best thing ever, the five dollar bundle bin where you just stick your hand in there and you pull something out, and you're like, "All right, cool." So yeah, now now we're talking about like uh, there were really really only three places left to get any physical media because Fry's Electronics is gone. Yep. And uh, you can't get. Uh, there's, I mean, you know, there's no Sears, there's no Montgomery Wards, there's no, you know, like back in the day, there were endless choices to get your media, but now there was only Walmart and Best Buy and Target, and Target's the only one that's going to be selling movies now. Possibly, but see, I here's here's the craziest thing about this whole thing that people don't realize what's going on. The scary scenario is this. You're not going to be able to own anything. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, you're buying a license. You're, you're not actually... buying a license. Uh-huh, yeah. And they can take it away. Like that. If you don't you understand this, look at Scott Pilgrim versus the world. On my PlayStation right now, I have four games that are not going to be out ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turtles, uh, the the remake of uh, Turtles in Time by Ubisoft. Uh freaking uh the contra game that never got taken out except for on ps3 it was made by arc systems which never got released again mm-hmm. uh your two favorite the rebirth series yeah with mm-hmm. castlevania and you know 
the shooters and all those type of things like that. Yeah. Uh, X-Men Arcade is on my machine. Uh, Simpsons never got a re-release of their arcade game. So if my PlayStation craps out, I'll never have them again. They're absolutely gone. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, to your point, and, and not even things that are, were free are safe because look at PT. PT was a demo. And that was taken off without any sort of fanfare. Now you yep. can't get it. So if you don't have it on your PS4, well, you're shit out of luck. Also, what people are not thinking about with this physical thing going away is that you're going to have to be digital. And so you need storage. So if you're a big collector mm -hmm. like ourselves, you're not going to be able to have enough storage on a hard drive to make this work. I feel like a, in a collector's realm, you probably need between six and seven terabytes of storage well yeah for stuff. modern games yes for modern games but then you have to keep switching them out and let's say for example like you would say i don't use a sony service no more and i can't use the cloud stuff does that mean all my saves all my stuff disappears yeah you have no control over it it's no yeah it's and i mean thing. like right now they're they're taking the 3ds eShop and the wii u eShop offline bye bye Yep. And what's even crazier Dumb. about this whole physical thing, too, and a lot of people don't realize this either, is what's going to happen to the prices of physical media. Mm -hmm. Like DVDs, for example, uh, movies. Because here's a funny thing that, like, I, I'll say it's really funny. Uh, I have Disney Plus, right? And the 4K on there and all that type of stuff. I will say this. I have Star Wars movies on 4K, and my DVDs look better than what's streamed. Yeah. Because it's not having to do an internet connection. It's not having to do buffering. It has, it has to do all that other type of stuff. It, I just don't feel like we're ready for it. I thought maybe like it would be probably gone by like 20, 27 through 30, possibly. But I feel like they're jumping at this really quickly because they know they don't have to pay all this stuff for art and cases and this. And also... And distribution distribution and all that type of stuff and it's sad for this this like my kids you're not going to be able to socialize where are they going to go to get their stuff now it's just like oh amazon's gonna bring me a truck like it's santa claus it's like yeah, you no. don't get the experience of going out and, like getting to look at something hold something in your hand look at mm -hmm. it oh i might yeah. like this i might not like this yeah and it's it's super sad that we are dealing with this craziness right now because I'm 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 fearful for it, man. That's why I'm I'm buying like weird stuff like laser discs and stuff like that because I know down the road these things are going to go through the roof. Well, and I'm I'm also fear, fearful for uh, the the future um, console generations. Um, you know, who's to say that uh, whenever Nintendo uh, announces the the Switch Two, whatever they call it, um, that it's not going to be digital only, and they they're the first ones to take the step. I mean, it's not going to be a popular decision, but, um, you know, we were just talking about how Nintendo makes these decisions and then eventually people come around. So you know, we're, it's, it's inevitably going to happen. Um, Nintendo still makes money off of their physical cartridges because they're proprietary. Yes. Yep. They, you know, that's why they'll never go disc. Um, but... Yeah, you know, at the same time, it's it's going to save them time and distribution and all those other things that you said to not have to even deal with it, um, which is a scary prospect, especially, you know, coming from my perspective, working for premium edition games. Like, if, if uh, their next console is not backwards compatible, that's going to suck for us. Yeah, for sure. 
and they don't think about that. Like, like, what about limited run and all them too? Like, are they mm-hmm. like the only way yeah. you guys? You the only way you're gonna have to make this work is like you're gonna have to buy the actual equipment that they're using to build these things. That's that's an expensive little thing to do. But here's the thing: I, I here's the thing I feel about Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo's gonna do it this generation because you know why? Because Nintendo's always set in their ways. They they yeah. they're set with I'm gonna do my cartridges. I don't care what you guys do. Because they know that we're collectors. They know that we want the stuff that they have. We like all the, the so. gadgets and gizmos and stuff. I hope so. Hoping that they stay into it. Uh, Sony, uh, if you didn't hear about their new Slim model that just came out, yeah, you need an internet connection to use <laughs> the CD add-on. <laughs> if you don't have it, guess what? The, the disc does not work. That's weird, man. That is weird. Yeah. They, and that's a... that's that's what uh, Microsoft was trying to do with the Xbox One at the beginning. Remember that? Yep. Like always on, always on the internet. Yep. That's, that's essentially what they're making the you do. Yeah. And what's crazy about this is that these old PS5s, like I think they're going to go up in value because they don't have those regulations against them. They can they can play whatever they want to, and they don't have to be online or any of that type of stuff. Yeah. And now with the Slim, you have to fucking. I'm like I don't. I'm not picking that thing up. I mean, there's oh, no, no point of it. No. If I even if I go get one, I'm probably just gonna get one from a third party sale. I don't. I don't care. It's inferior. Yeah, it is. It's so funny because everyone used to make fun of the Fat Boys for PS3s, and then all of a sudden, oh, the Slim, and then oh, they're not backwards compatible. Oh, wait a minute, the the originals are great. It's just like yeah. silly stuff. And I, I mean, I haven't read too much into this whole like, uh, all, you know, needing to be on to use the disc uh, attachment, but uh, I, I will do some research on that just so um, I can speak to it. But um, yeah, that's that's what I I heard anyway, and and that doesn't sound very good. And also another thing that I heard, like a uh, shout out to RGT eighty five on this, uh, he said that he was trying to watch a movie called PCU, right? Mm-hmm. So there is no other way to watch this movie unless you have a VHS tape. There was never a DVD made for it. There was never any digital companies that, yeah. that basically moved it over. And then also, if you see Disney right now, they're taking all the stuff that they put on their service and they're deleting it because it's costing too much money to, to run that streaming service. So they're taking stuff off of it. So, like, what's the future for us? Do we have to jump on apps? What if, what if we have no consoles anymore and we have to go through Xbox app and PlayStation app? You know how much mm-hmm. fees we're gonna have to be paying for all? I know these nickel and diming services? us like crazy. You can pay like almost three hundred dollars, three hundred, four hundred dollars soon just on streaming services to get specific things you want. I got Paramount yeah. Plus because I want to watch Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I have Disney because my kids like Bluey. I have and I like Star Wars. And then I have uh, Netflix because everything else gets put on there. So like I, it's and then I have YouTube I know. TV. We we've got HBO Max because of The Last of Us. We've got Disney Plus because of Loki. We've got Netflix because I still want to watch the Hateful Eight extended version. Yes. Uh, and and then like you know whatever else comes up on Netflix. But then Natalie, we've got uh, Directv because of the Hallmark Channel. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Christmas movies all day. Yeah. It's uh, it's just like it's like where does it end? Or is it is it what's going to happen in the future? Is it going to merge everybody? Like I'm buying Paramount, so I got all the stuff. I, yeah. I literally the reason why I get Paramount is because it's everything I watched as a kid in the '90s. Jackass is on there. Viva La Bam, uh, Robin gotcha. Deerdeck, uh, fucking Beavis and Butthead. 
uh all these like ridiculous shows like they do they even have like the spring break mtv shows on there and stuff which wow. is like wild so for retroness it's like the greatest thing ever they have doug and fucking rugrats <laughs> and fucking Aural monsters like i can't beat that yeah. and it's just it just sucks that like stuff's not coming together like i bought you know, we bought like an NFL ticket for the house here, so we can mm-hmm. we can stream and watch our. Yeah, that's on fail. YouTube uh, YouTube TV. So like, you're, I feel like you're just walking around with people like, I got this NFL Sunday ticket for you. Hey, yeah. I got Loki right here. Come here with me. Take some of your monies. It's just like uh-huh. it's so bad. Yeah. I, I can't stand it. I know. Sad of physical going away, and I feel sad for my children. Like they. They, I, they enjoy what they see down here, and it's sad that mm-hmm. most of the new generation ain't gonna ain't gonna be able to see it. It's pretty sad. Yeah. All right, retrospective. Uh, I know that we had we we just we were talking about like Mario and Sega this time, so this will be a new one. Uh, Courtney, we we know that we still have to get to your game, so we're gonna get to your game. We just uh, he's been gone for PRGE, so we had to kind of like kind of time it up. So it'll be next week for that one. So I I actually did play it like right before we went on. I, I downloaded it? it on Steam. Yes, I did. I played it for about fifteen minutes, and holy crap, man! It's like uh, you know, it's three D realms. Jeez, um, really? I can't remember the name of the game already. Yeah, it's dude. It's it's using the engine that they used for Duke Nukem three D. No shit. Yes, That's it's really awesome. good. It's really good. I'll have to get the information from you so I can get it and play it. Yeah. I. I. I so, what do you think of it? So, we'll, we'll we'll give a review on that right now. So, what do you? What oh, do you it's it's it? totally worth it. Yes. I mean, it's it's a total throwback. Um, obviously, I didn't get too far, and uh, I only was using like the 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 main weapon that you get. It's like a revolver, but um, yeah, just running around, it's like super smooth, and you know, I'm playing it on like a super ultra wide, which is awesome. Um, I never had anything like this as a kid whenever I was playing PC games. So uh, to be able to play an FPS that's uh, akin to, um, you know, uh, Duke Nukem 3D, uh, and it feels like it, like, it's it's pretty damn cool. And I do recommend that game. It's it's the first, I think they said it was the first game uh, made in that engine in, like, 20 years or something like that. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I love that stuff, man. That's that's like one of my favorite things in the world. I I, yeah. I miss the I miss the first person shooter error from that generation. Once you got the Call of Duty, I'm not, I'm out. I so I I don't recommend both of us downloading it. It was twenty five dollars on Steam, which is kind Woo. of expensive. Exactly. So play it over here. I'll have you play it over here. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So this week's retrospective uh, that I chosen for you. Since I'm going on my journey right now through the Metal Gear thing, I thought it would just be fun for you to join me along this journey. So, your game this week is Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Three, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna ha- the goal is to beat the Virtuous Mission. Virtuous, virtuous mission. mission. So, Virtuous Mission is the first mission when you get caught. It basically it's the it's the opening thing for yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I. I'm enjoying it right now, uh, going back into it, so I thought it would be a fun thing that me and you can go on the journey together and talk about. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it's been a long time since I played that, so uh, this is what you're going to be playing. Uh-oh. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I love that game! God damn it! And Big and, Bump it too. Yeah, so uh, you're going to be playing Sneak King... Yes, uh, which was a uh, Burger King released 
game, God obviously. There were three of them. Pocket Bike Racers, Sneak King, and Big Bumpin'. Um, bought the first day they came out, too, in Germany, which is all weird. Yeah, I, I bought them, too. I've got sealed copies of all three of them. <laughs> Everyone thought they were going to be like this rare game that oh, like, yeah. there's like a million so of them they made. You get them for like a Millions dollar now. Of them. Yeah, dude, oh, so yeah. funny. And uh, they, so like even in uh, in Germany, like we would have going aways, uh, people would like like cut people's faces out and put them on there and then give them as gifts. As nice. a going away present, which is hilarious. Uh, so yes. this is this is your uh, your assignment for playing this game. Uh, I don't care how far you get in the game and and how long you play it, but I'm assuming that uh, Melissa has not seen this game. Yes, probably not. Okay, you have to s- sit there and play it, and then go. Hey, I've got this new game, and then like no context, don't explain it to her or anything, and then just like straight face play it and see what she says. I want to know what she says about it. She likes storylines, so you know. Okay. She might, she might actually get into it. All right. She is like, she's like, I, I'm trying to beat Mortal Kombat. Like she eats messing with me, and I'm not allowed to play it until she sees the end of the mm-hmm. story. So yeah. I'm like stuck until she wants to do it. But she's making Halloween cookies right now, so I'll, I'll be playing it for a while. So right now I'll be playing this, be playing this, and getting this done. Yeah. Finally, damn Brad, and you're stupid. I'm gonna beat his game before when he's sleeping. <laughs> all right last but not least is uh at the end of the show as usual is corrections uh do you have any corrections either over the past uh, um yeah i do have a correction from uh from prge uh portland retro gaming expo so um uh whenever i was giving my like sales pitch to everybody i would always say let me know if you have any questions well uh Right next to us, um, in our booth, like uh, the booth right next to us was uh, Pat Contry and Ian Ferguson, uh, Pat and Ian uh, from the CU podcast. Michael Bedalson um, fans, yeah. Um, Ian, hilarious, yes. just great, great guys. Anyway, but uh, Ian uh, was like overhearing my sales pitch, and uh, he's like, oh, "I got a question." And uh, he asked what the file size was of, I think he pointed to Demon's Tier Plus. And I told him two. It's actually five. It's five files. That's not crazy. two. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what the yeah. file size is. Yeah. He's trying, he's trying to throw you a... Uh, trying to throw you a I don't know. No, it was just funny. He was messing with me. Uh, I'll have to make one correction on... Uh, and this is for my wife, and I'll just giggle about this. Uh, I had a meltdown about the uh, the water heater today. I was like, we're <laughs> going to have to get labor and plumbers and electricians and all this stuff, and it's not under warranty. And then like she's like, yes, it is. And then I went upstairs and I'm like, see, no, it's not. It's not under warranty. You have to fix this problem. And then you know we like we got this uh, like a family hold shield thing for the house. Oh sure, yeah. We're like, well, you guys replaced it. We got the part. No, you didn't break it with us. So no, you cannot have it on there. And so then, I, like the water was falling, and they she literally called the people that installed it in the house. And was like, oh, yeah, we could do it three hundred bucks. Cool. <laughs> so she is the best. She uh she she helps me not to go over the boat. <laughs> yeah, uh, they 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 keep us in check. That's for they sure. Do. You wives out there that listen to this, kudos to you. Kudos to yeah, you. Yeah, for for putting up with our shit and uh, keeping us sane. Treating us like little kids that we are still are at 42. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, do you have any plugs 
for yourself there, Abaro? Nope, I'm just going to keep plugging away at this uh, this book, this massive, massive book. And uh, whenever I have any sort of uh, major updates, I'll be sure to let you know. Just stay tuned. You can follow me on GI Gamer 1981 <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. You know, ladies, Instagram, the weird places where we hold our hands in our air and hold our copies and smile. <laughs> And uh, I'm also uh, working on trying to do more clips and things for us. So that's in the future as well. You'll see some clips on Instagram and Facebook. You guys can enjoy as well. And uh, please follow, like, and subscribe to our show, MagDX. We are on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. If you want to watch us being silly, you definitely want to go on YouTube. But please share it with your friends uh tell your uncles about it uh your cats your dogs whatever you need to do uh i appreciate especially your 93 year old grandmothers they they would love for us for sure for sure shout out nana shout out <laughs> hope you guys yeah, shout out to you Ivalu. <laughs> that's right the best the best person ever i said it for sure <laughs> you guys have a great evening and we'll see you next week on that mag dx Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>